0: Welcome friends to the Life on Purpose podcast. I'm so excited to start my third season with you. This year we are focusing on the word confidence, how to get more of it, and where we are currently seeking it. The goal is to bring you some incredible conversations that will provide you with newfound wisdom, guidance, and resources. And on this third season of Life on Purpose podcast, We want to keep you inspired and remind you that everything you are looking for is on the other side of fear. It is my privilege, as always, to be a part of your journey to living with courage, hope, and confidence this year. And the beginning, we all know, to living with confidence starts with recognizing what is keeping us stuck. And for a fun, quick way to get started, hop over to my website at amydebrecht.com and take my quiz, Are You Stuck in Your Comfort Zone?, you can also access other free resources while you're there, or grab a copy of my book *Embolden*. Enjoy. Now, I know you said to me uh, earlier that you had left this call first. You, mm-hmm. after the first adoption, I believe you you had kind of made that decision that you wanted out. That must have had some tension there, if your husband wasn't immediately following suit. I don't know what the time frame was in between him leaving as well, but. Um, you know how did that work? I know you said also since then you, your whole family is out, mm-hmm. but um, but he still has family there, so that's that's yes. another, you know, I always call them the outlaws. That's tough on a good day, right? And right? This makes it a little bit even more challenging, I would imagine. Oh, yeah!
1: Oh, yeah! It was um, uh, my family was at, got left before I did my parents, and and I mean, this is all happening. There was about a probably. year and a half period where things, there was a lot of turmoil in the cult. The leadership was kind of fighting amongst themselves. And then what ultimately happened is like our generation really started questioning a lot of things and not backing down. And so they started like marking people right and left. And then we're like, who cares? Like, we're still going to hang out with them. We don't care that you marked them. And so they started losing their power you know, with the marking when we're just ignoring it. And so we really didn't give up questioning. And then like some, some other, like my parents' generation also were questioning a lot. So what happened is people just started leaving. Like my parents, they just left. And I, I feel like looking back when I look over my life, I feel like I never, I never belonged there. I never fit in. I always had this feeling in me that this is not right. This is not for me. And I think part of that stems from my parents were never happy there. And they were always like, we were a little bit of a rebellious family. Like we did crazy stuff, like, you know, sneak to Disneyland and, um, wear sweats in our house, you know, like real crazy right, stuff. Right. <laughs> so we were always like, like on the fringe anyway, I feel like. So, so to me, when it started falling apart, it was almost like, yay, <laughs> like this right. is, is good. And so it kind of gave me an out, but my biggest reason for wanting out was becoming a mom because I realized I am going to have to lie to my child because I've, my parents had to do this with me. They had to say, we don't, we don't think wearing pants is wrong, but we can't. So here we go. You know? Right. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't do that to my kid. Like I cannot sit here and say, this is what we believe. And we believe that God says this is how to be when I truly don't believe that and right. that was really for me like personally I just I couldn't fathom raising my child how I was raised so when it started falling apart it was awesome I'm like yay this is this is good but it was it was awesome but awful and like you said my fam uh, my husband's family stayed a lot longer and his parents are still a part of it but um, So I think it was much harder. It was much harder for him to just up and leave because, you know, it's his parents. And I'm sure, you know, there's some degree of like, well, you know, I'm sure they're doing what's right. And, but I was just done. And, and it was a lot of conflict between the two of us because I quit going to meetings and he was going still. And I don't think there was, I can't really remember, but a huge stretch where that happened. But I definitely was done before him, but I would like go with huge attitude and like not talk to anyone and because I'm just like, this is awful. Um, so, so there was, yeah, we had a lot of tension for a long time over that. And then it was just really hard you know, people think, Oh, you got out how exciting and fun. And it, it was great. But at the same time, it was basically like little kids, like being thrown into the world. And we did not have good decision-making skills. We really did not know how to like be. And so it was a very hard, long process of learning how to make our own decisions, learning what God meant to us for real and not just what we had been told our whole lives. And it was a long journey to get to a place. And like I said, really, it's been just the last two and a half years where we're figuring that out and it feels really good, but it's long, long, long process.
0: I would imagine. I I would imagine that can't be a one and done. You would think like you said, oh, you're free. You're right, right out but now I'm like, okay, but but now what? You know what I mean? Right. And, what and do you I do don't now? have the support in the in the, like you said, just some of the basics at that right. age, that must have been challenging. Well, let me one of the the last questions I want to kind of talk to you about is, you know, just your faith in general. I mean, yeah. that's pretty spectacular. I mean, to me, that's a whole God thing, the fact mm-hmm. that you even kept your faith after feeling betrayed and and lied to. Um, when somebody use something as major as God's word, but you're kind of almost brainwashed in a sense, even though it doesn't sound like your family was totally, you know, totally brainwashed with it. But, but there's that guilt, there's that, you know, loyalty and all of that, all of that feeling of, you know, you still can't walk away from it. Even if you know better, even if you're reading God's word and it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't, there's nothing to say. I can't wear pants or whatever the case is. So What was that like for you to be able to still continue or not continue, but really kind of have a new Christian faith and really understand what that meant?
1: Yeah. So it was really hard, especially right at the beginning, because we were taught that all churches were bad and wrong and, you know, denominations were not doing it right. Like, so you felt like everywhere else was wrong. So even after getting out, it kind of felt that way, like, well, it'd be cool to go to a church, but, eh, you know, so it took a while to get to that place where we started kind of like going to a future. Church- I mean, it took years to be quite honest. Cause I was never a- an okay thing. And then same thing with like counseling or mm-hmm. therapist, like that was never what we did. So it took a long time. So I, th- I'm pretty sure I went to my therapist first, or I found a therapist and this was probably 2 3 years after getting out so it's not like it happened right away and my first time with her explaining to her kind of my past she's like oh so so you were in a cult and i'm like oh no no it was just like this nice group of christians and she's like yeah no that was a cult <laughs> and and then same thing when my husband went to therapist therapy his therapist said the same thing and i'm like okay yeah it must be a cult then uh, so I did start going to therapy. My husband did not until more recently. And I just, I just, I was a hot mess. Like I was really a mess. And also another thing we didn't talk about in our past was mental health. And so that became pretty apparent. I haven't, I never really dealt with it until this last couple years, But I, a hundred percent, when I look back, I think I've always been a depressed child. Like when I think about my thoughts as a child, even, and very high anxiety. And so anyway, so starting therapy was helpful for me, but I, I didn't have like the money to go a lot. And so I just would go here and there, you know, maybe, maybe twice a year. And then we started kind of going to churches and it was very awkward, very weird. Like it just felt you know, I started going first to like mops groups where
0: mm-hmm.
1: you had the, yeah. the women and you'd bring your kiddos. And I had a really hard time with it, connecting with women, because again, we never, we never were open with other people. So it was very awkward and weird to be sitting at a table with all these women and having them just sh- like share real stuff, serious right. stuff. And I'm just like, these people are crazy. Like, They should not be telling other people about this. Like it was very weird to 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 be in a place of having real conversations. And and I did not join in for like until very recently. Like that was very weird to me and very hard to just be open with people. Mm -hmm. Um, and then right before the pandemic, so then we didn't go to church for a really long time. I was just like over it. I it was so confusing. And I realized like when we would go how very little knowledge I actually had biblical knowledge. And then even of like who God is to me. So I felt like I needed to truly take a break and just live life and figure that out kind of on my own. And so I really did struggle with that. Like, is there really a God? Like maybe, maybe there's not, like I really struggled with that thought for a long time and deep inside. I think I always knew there was like, I believe in God. I believe I do believe he loves me. And, but there was years where I just was kind of like, eh, probably not. So finally, right before the pandemic hit my husband, cause I was kind of over churches at that point, he started going to a church with our son and then the pandemic hit. So, but he kept watching online. So I kind of would, you know, jump in and watch every once in a while with him. And we ended up really, really liking the. The pastor, I have a very hard time with authority figures. So that was sure. a big thing to me. Any sure. pa- like it, I can just and even now still I can get set off and get like I have to really like pray about like, hey, don't take it personal. Like that wasn't meant that way. But it was definitely hard. a
0: trigger though for you. Definitely oh, a trigger.
1: Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But we really liked it. And so then after the pandemic, once church, you know started opening back up we did start going back and now we're super involved. The kids love it. I, I just feel like we belong there and in a very healthy way, uh, because so many people with this kind of background truly do discount God completely. And I understand it. I don't judge or blame all for that because I, I still get that and understand the feeling, but, um, So it, but it's been a journey. And again, this last two and a half years has really been the first time for us that our marriage has been like secure and good and happy and real. And then also my faith in God. I'm finally to that place where I do believe like his hand has always been on me through all the things that I've struggled through and been through. Um, so it's been, it's been a couple years of some serious growing and then mental health, accepting it as what it is asking for help, accepting help and, and realizing I can't do everything on my own and it's okay. You know, it is okay to be, um, to not be perfect.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I, it's so funny because I grew up in a different church that I'm in now and we didn't really learn anything about the Bible either. So it was kind of just uh, a Sunday thing. I mean, ours wasn't necessarily a cult, but it's the same right. idea. Even when you go, it's like when we started going to this other church, it was like, gosh, I didn't realize how much I didn't know anything. I didn't have that personal relationship. I didn't understand what that meant. I would hear people talk about it, but I was thinking they were like, okay, right. Like, <laughs> A little out there. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't understand what that whole process meant because it was so foreign to me. So mm-hmm. I totally relate when you're saying that it's it's so funny. It's like when you, when you don't know, you don't know, but then when you do, you're like, you can't not know it anymore and you right. can't not want to know it anymore. So I love that. I love the, how he just kind of showed up
1: mm-hmm. in your life.
0: And, um, I mean, look at the blessings. It's just like, when you're talking about it, it's giving me chills because it's like, mm-hmm. since you've been going, you know, your marriage is stronger. You're able to reconcile with a few things, hard things that that don't go away, but mental health and and certain things like that. And that's incredible. That is Shannon. That is such an incredible story. And what's most incredible is that you're still able and willing to offer this light and humor to everybody else around you. I mean, that is a true gift because who are we kidding? I mean, I'm a runner. So when things go bad for me, I'd like just try to shut down. Right. You know, nobody hears from me. My friends know, like I won't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. You're doing just the opposite, which is, I mean, that's what I did for years. I don't do that now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but you're offering people healing through mm-hmm. your humor and you're offering healing for yourself, which yep. I just think is just an amazing gift that you're not only giving yourself, but to everybody else that's watching. Thank you. Thank you. So. Well, before we finish this conversation, yes. um, I want you, I know that you're, I, I don't want to like not mention this because I know we talked a little bit more about this, but you're going to start a podcast.
1: Yes, I am. Which,
0: yes. Which I can't wait. And I know you're working on a book. So can you just give a couple little sneak peeks on what to expect and possibly when to expect them?
1: Yes. So I am basically going to dive in, uh, interview style on this podcast with, um, my, my goal is to have people feel less alone because I Mm -hmm. felt so alone in so many instances in my life. So it's basically, um, support. And I feel like there's so many people in this world that have so much to share. And I, you know, I've been on a bunch of podcasts now and every time, you know, someone like you is interviewing me, I feel like I gain so much from the other person. So I feel There's so many stories out there that can help so many people. And so I want to bring those to my podcast. And so I'm going to be touching on mental health, adoption, foster care, infertility issues, and then of course the cult. So I am definitely going to be interviewing people, um, from all areas. So it's going to be kind of broad, but I've talked to someone and they said, it's a go, they said it's going to be okay. And so I am very excited I'm definitely going to be having some cult people from my past that I grew Mm -hmm. up with and some, um, that were a part of the same cult as me, but in different States that I, I wasn't, uh, so I never even met. Like my first interview is going to be with a gal that I've, I've never met in real life because she's quite a bit younger than me Um, and she has quite the story to share. So I'm really excited about interviewing her. And then hopefully I'm hoping within a month to have everything up and running and actually getting the podcast aired. So I'm excited. I'm super excited.
0: Oh, that's going to be so good. And actually, you know, I feel like the broader, the better, you know, when I first started this podcast, I was, I was a little bit almost like too regimented and okay, Mm. well, I could only have, you know, um, this, you know, Christian woman type Mm, profile on. And then I was like, well, why am I doing that? Because this person over here might not be able to relate to everybody. That's kind of the same. They may be relating to somebody else, or maybe it's a male, or maybe it's whatever the case is. Right. So I, I totally agree with you every time. And and you're doing it for me today. Every time I have somebody on, I'm learning something. Mm -hmm. It strengthens my faith. I'm always extremely inspired by just Mm -hmm. somebody else's story. And so yeah. you just never know who that person is that's going to be listening that just needs to hear your words today and just know right. that they're not alone. And so I think that that's just going to be amazing. I cannot wait. Um, Thank you. So yeah, Definitely send out all the, the deets on that when that comes. We'll be sure I to do that. Um, I, I will. I think it's going to be outstanding. I'm excited.
1: I'm really excited. Well, Shannon,
0: thank you so so much for being here today. Um, where can listeners connect with you between now and the podcast launch? I know you're on Instagram, but um, yes. where can they stay in touch with you and find out all uh, the
1: things?
0: Instagram and TikTok is official Shanny Pants,
1: and Facebook and YouTube is Shanny Pants. So you can find me at all those places, and get ready for some fun. Uh,
0: definitely check her out i mean my god i told her last time sometimes i'll find myself to be like eleven thirty at night i'm scrolling through watching old ones sending them to my kids uh, on the west coast they're like i mean luckily you're so funny even my kids that's that's the true telling right there is that when an adult woman 51 is dying laughing and your 20 year old kids are also dying laughing You definitely have a true gift. So if the kids
1: don't say it's cringe, then I guess I pass. So
0: (laughs) it's cringy, mom. It's so cringy. Yeah, no, it's not cringy. So (laughs) thank you so much again. Thank you for bringing courage and laughter um, into what feels like a dark world. And you're just bringing some amazing gifts. So we appreciate you.
1: Thanks for having me. It was fun.
0: Well, that's it for us today, friends. If today's episode or any other episode has left you feeling encouraged and inspired, please consider rating, reviewing, or subscribing to Life on Purpose with Amy Debrick from your favorite listening platform. The mission, as always, of Life on Purpose is to meet you where you are, but not leave you there, and let you know that although fear is normal, courage gets the final say. See you next time.